What's up, big term? <laughs> Can you guys hear me? Yeah. Yeah. Sound great. Cool. Can you Turn hear us? You up. Turn us you up. You sound good. What? How are you feeling today? I'm okay. That's good. You just had to lotion up the children. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Out of out of the two parents on this podcast, you're the most terrifying of the two. <laughs> <laughs> Which is a scary thing to say. Uh, no, daylight In savings way? is tough. It's In what tough. way? To lotion up the children? <laughs> it, it's that's a little perfect. silence of the land. No, yeah. That's perfect. <laughs> It's I feel like sad. I feel like my skin was often dry when I was growing up, was and nobody did anything right? about it. So yeah. I'm just oh, I'm trying to stay so I'm You're trying like, to stay ahead of the of the you know. Oh, children will so never suffer the way I suffered. Is this, exactly. is this intergenerational healing? <laughs> exactly. Like, where you're just like your intergenerational moisturizing. Exactly. Really- <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of intergenerational healing, welcome to the dungeon. Thank you. Thank it's you. It's lovely to have you here. Um. Speaking of intergenerational healing, we are, our our films for this week um, are uh, well. There's Ocean's Twelve, um, Lotions, Lotions, Twelve, Lotions 12. 12 <laughs> the, the middle of the Steven Soderbergh Oceans trilogy, and then and then we watched with Natalie. We watched Terminator and Terminator Two. Thank so you. So that's that's where our intergenerational I, healing. These comes movies out. together make no sense. Same or more. do they? Yeah, thank you. There you go. <laughs> I I could go either or. I feel like I could walk out of this dungeon at the end, you know, on either side of the street. <laughs> You're lucky just to get out. Eric already said some things that made me reconsider that they weren't connected. <laughs> Do you want to get into that, Eric? Well, I just, I sometimes I'll just say something because it feels true. Right. And I feel like... Um, T and T2 are heist movies about like they have the same kind of tension where they're like high stakes you have to like infiltrate things you have to cooperate you have to convince people in unlikely scenarios to do dangerous things yeah like you Mm. have to be both vulnerable and brutal like it there there's a way in which it's also just like the like the thing that i texted uh immediately upon waking up uh like uh in the afternoon today was uh, something about how like the the treasure in uh the treasure in these is 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 just different like the treasure in t and t2 is like survival of humanity and it's yeah uh, Freedom like, for a small group of talented people. In and it's fun. It's fun. Well. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Yes. Well, I like thinking of it this way. Like, um, okay, there's the classic way of thinking about like a romantic relationship on a TV show or in a rom com as like, will they, won't they? You know. And in like in Terminator One and Two, the it's like it is a will they, won't they situation. But it's like it it like is this like cosmic war and it's across time. But yeah. like. I mean, Terminator One, you can totally read as a romantic, like, like uh, as like the romance of these two of Sarah Connor and Mm -hmm. Kyle Reese, right? Yeah, it's very romantic. And at the end, where she's talking to to her her baby, she's like, "We lived a lifetime of romance or whatever in the in those two hours." It's like you were you were literally running the whole time. Yeah. At what point, this is a logistical question about the Terminator, but at what point in those few days, like before her and Kyle Reese have sex, at what point do you think it occurs to Kyle Reese for the first time that he might be John Connor's father? It doesn't seem like it occurs to him at all. Never? I don't know. He seems kind of dumb. (laughs) He's more like dedicated than he is a problem solver, you know. Yes, thank you. He he's True. sort of like very like uh, he's smart on his feet, but he's no. I mean, I'm I'm jumping a little bit into the future here, but he's no Llewellyn Moss, you know. Mm. He's no. I mean, he's he's maybe Llewellyn Moss, but he's no Anton Chigurh, you know. 
Wow. Well, you're just pulling in an alternate text wow. here on us. I'm pulling in like, I'm just like. We're not of, even off the menu yet. As that a person, is beyond. my whole life has just been like, um, you know, in The Fly by David Cronenberg, how they Do like I? teleport between <laughs> oh, different God. pods. And then there's like the fly that's impure. Like, I feel like somehow um, No Country for Old Men has done that to my brain. It's in the other pod. Corm- it's in the other pod. pod. I'm in a pod right now. Yeah. And, All right. Uh, I have for some our weird- listener. He he is wrapped in a blanket at the moment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, I thought I was impervious to weed, but I guess not. Like, <laughs> can, can you say more <laughs> about being impervious to weed or about pod? I literally cannot say anything. Uh, well, okay, let, let, no, let, no, no, a, a romance? A, uh, no, I was going to reframe us in a totally yeah, re- different way. Re- 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 well, so, the fly the conversation frame. really gave me like a little flashback. I feel like I left for a second. <laughs> I feel like very La Jetée lately, more so in my conscious daily life, because of the dungeon and what we're doing in the dungeon is yeah, like I'm always pointing outside of the tree trunk like yeah. every mm-hmm. time I speak with someone. But I feel like you just you keep unlocking dungeons within the dungeon. Yeah, you really. Cuz th- that would be level. a really I would love to rewatch The Flies. Oh, another yeah. Yeah. another like, you know, procreating, dying before, I don't know, just disgusting kind of that movie. Yeah. Anyway, that's, that's it's a, a very do, do your shirt have buttons kind of Jeff Goldblum scenario as well, too. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I haven't thought about does your shirt have buttons? <laughs> no. They don't. Mean? They don't. Well, he's, well, he's like super hot in the fly <laughs> in like a the unbuttoning your shirt kind of way. He's our foremost shirt. I feel like almost with him, it's like he had to age a little because mm. he's hard to look at. Yeah, when, <laughs> young. Uh, I totally get it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, it, I think Tucci is the same way. I mean, he clearly had Ooh. the gift early on, but mm-hmm. I feel like there's oh, something pity. about him. You know, he pity. needed to age into himself. Wait, we're on. This is great. Are you talking about like being too hot, kind of? <laughs> Sometimes when you're very attractive, I think your features haven't quite settled. Yeah, so, yeah. like they yeah. need to like. You know, they need to like come like Brad together. Pitt? They need to solidify a little more. This oh. is why I'm so good looking now. That's yeah, true. It, it, yeah, it yeah. all caught up. <laughs> yeah. Wait, no, I was going to say, though, um, uh, I don't know how many of you have seen that new film, Drive My Car. But, yeah. yes. like, uh. the guy, you know, the guy, the young actor. Like, yes. who's a, yeah, 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 yeah. That yeah, guy's yeah, yeah. like this, too. I don't know what his name is in real life. Mm, but, like, mm, mm, mm. Um, well, He's like so good looking, look but up. in this like really creepy kind of like, um, he doesn't look real almost. He looks yeah, the Zoolander, Zoolander-ish right, uh, right. thing. Right. Yeah. But. And I think it's like part of what's going on in the movie actually is like, he's too good looking for his life or something. Like he can't like control the way people are like responding to him and it like sends him out of control in a certain way. Who in the fly? Um, no, no, I'm talking about drive my car. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was listening, thinking about Ocean's Twelve. I was thinking about Terminator. <laughs> okay, that's so good. I'm sorry. No, that's so good. No, but, I, we're just, no, we're, we're working multi-dimensional. No, it's true that's, because no, I was I was having to face up to a lot of hot mirrors. In mm. in in these movies, it's, it's, well, it's true. I kind of got. I, I came to forks stand, in the path. Yeah, I want to stay on the, the hotness thread for a second, just because <laughs> please, that please. helps us bring in Ocean's Twelve because it's oh like God. it's almost too much. Ocean's yeah, Twelve is. is disgusting because there's so many good looking people that some of the good looking people start to look ugly. Yes, thank Who are you. you. About? I don't know. Just when they're all in the same room, you're like, it's too much. It's like too. It's like a vomitorium. Well, it's like they were <laughs> in Ocean's Eleven. They're like mixing up this like this thing, and it's like really Whoa, good. And then you oh, add wow. Catherine Zeta Jones, and it's like you've oh. put too much. It's like oh. when you're when you're drawing and you're a kid, and and like you're 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 like your temptation is to like right. overdraw. Yeah, and uh. then it just like looks like this mess. Of it's like, definitely overdrawn. I mean, it's also overdrawn. Just there's so many. 
I think like entertaining pop culture moments and people mm. and things. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, just, it's like, I can't remember any of it. It was so it was yes. so stimulating. It was so, you know, like I got yeah. so I got nervous. Vegas it was so anxious. Of the mind. Yeah, yeah. Could could you bring us back to to Julia Roberts now? That's yeah. what I was gonna do before. Yeah, please let's let's get into. Let's Julia. go back. Yeah, well, that's what. So two just for, to refresh everyone's memory. Two weeks ago, and Natalie. Uh, we were discussing Julia Roberts movies, and we've we've ventured. This is like Ocean's Twelve is like me's on a beam. Julia Roberts, it's like Julia's right. on Julia's on Julia's. Mm. <laughs> it's it's a it's like a picture within a picture in in the sense that it's like. Do you do you remember when TVs would do that first? Like, yes, picture what do you mean? within a picture. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that's definitely like. My grandpa, like sitting in his like black boxer shorts and like a white t- tank top oh. with like a Miller High Life on him, like looking at like two different like football games or whatever, is very um, picture that, within a picture, and that's very yeah. much the kind of pleasure that you get from watching Ocean's Twelve. Yeah. that's the Julia pleasure too. It just the Julia within your, a Julia. It massages your brain in oh. a way. Mm. You know, like like you have one of those Smooths. stimulator, ca- one of those caps on. You know, yeah, it smooths. Mm-hmm. But instead smooths, of yeah. doing your brain waves, it just massages your scalp the whole time. <laughs> I, the, what you, there's a critique of that movie that it's like too, that it's almost like the the like real heist that's happening, like the like the secret real heist that's like behind the ruse heist is like so. Uh, so much less interesting mm. than the ruse that like the whole movie seems silly at the end. And mm-hmm. to me, I think that's what I like so much about it. It's like, mm-hmm. it's all just like, um, uh, like it's almost like what I want out of a movie is just like pure style mm-hmm. and to leave like plot and like sense and like everything else behind entirely. Yes. Agreed. Yeah. And I, so I like that about yeah, it. Yeah, Sure. It's uh, like that. It's like that issue sure. they had with that building, you know, where they had to raise it because yeah. otherwise they could never make the, oh my the leap. Like you have <laughs> to just, you have to raise your building and make the leap. Mm. Raise your building. It is. Be- it is. Um, the raise fortitude. The, the, yeah. The like the what's the word? The, not the fortitude. But like just the the force of the movie, you know, just of that much, like you said, that much visual, that, that much stimulation, and in all of these, like we're, we were talking about going to T two as a kid, like just how, mm. and even watching it now, like it has not lost any of this mm-hmm. overwhelming thing that it gives to me as its viewer. Yeah, but like I. I guess that's, it's like, um, it also reminds me of, it's like this thing when you're, when your kid won't go to sleep, but they, you know, they say, you know, it's, it's all about stimulation. It's like the more, you, the more you can kind of wear your kid out, the more likely they are just to kind of be worn down. Like in, in all of these movies, I think like I lose sense of the plot or anything or the narrative or things that are happening and get caught up completely yes. in the style of it. Mm-hmm. And I think I just kind of learned to do that all over the place because of things like this. And um, like this director's cut, I don't know if it's like I don't know what the director's cut is necessarily adding for T two <laughs> or, or whatever, what like we we've seen or whatever. But um, it's still just this like pure style that like I don't know. I don't know what <laughs> Does that apply to like? Well, when you're saying like maybe I'm projecting here, but like I'm thinking about my own struggles with like uh, following a plot in general, like in narratives, Uh in in narratives that are like, like books or movies or whatever. But I'm, I've never really thought of it this way, but I wonder if, if I struggled to do that, like as a human being also, if I like, am I just like not a good cause and effect person or something? Like, I mean, I think oceans 12 tries to, show you that you know the the plot yeah i guess it's just like you have to go along with whatever 
the next thing is, you know, like the whole thing yeah. where um, Andy Garcia's character shows up, you know, at their house and they've been discovered. So then Clooney's <laughs> yeah. just on a train. Like I was just thinking about how stressful that would be for me yeah. if I had to like abandon my life in like the middle of like, you know, a shopping trip. Yeah, yeah. And get on a train and like whatever. I don't well, know. And like, what are your codes? Like, what do you, what code? What what's the like code that you have with with the people in your oh. life that where like you know, like oh like oh he just said X, so I'm, now I know I have to. I'm just like, pretty the- honest. I just say I feel like I'm gonna run away. <laughs> 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 and then Josh is like, okay, let me know where you're going. Going <laughs> <laughs> on a train. There's not a lot of like layers between. Yeah. <laughs> Like fewer fewer metaphors, just yeah. like I'm gonna go <laughs> scream in a field for exactly. A while. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that movie is just so delightful. It makes it makes like really hard, scary situations feel like hmm. you know that if you were just if you just laugh through it, and if George Clooney's your friend, that you can probably get through yes. anything. Yes, right. What they're getting through, what they're accomplishing, what is being. But it's like, <laughs> I also wrote down, it's just like uh, Ocean's 12, it's like reminded me of the fact that like, it, it, it's like in a kickball. Like I would not have been selected in any of the 12 positions of the Ocean's 12. You know, there, there is no, there's no qualify, you yeah, know, not even, I, not even in the 12, you know, like could even, I possibly. Like I feel like Matt Damon, like where you're just like, I don't know what the hell these guys just like yeah, said. Ex- that's exactly I'm just trying right. to keep up. You yes, are a wild card if there ever was one. Yeah, for sure. Like you, sure. like Damon in there. You're like I don't know if you B- Bernie Mac in prison. I could see Ooh. that. I could see that. I feel like you're more of a Fast and Furious kind of mm. kind of person that like see. has like a really good hookup with the Nas like at the right time. <laughs> <laughs> And like help somebody jump a bridge at a crucial moment. I could see that you're no. you are a very intense driver, Seth Parker. Oh, see, oh, okay, yeah, I could be the driver. You oh, you're, you're you're the getaway driver yeah. for sure. Wait, something came. Didn't we talk? Weren't we going to talk at some point about you and road rage? Like, oh, with oh, drive my car. It, it, with that was about car. driving. Yeah, it, 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 you've mentioned it four or five times. You seem to have been scarred by Seth Parker's road rage on sorry, several accounts. Everyone. No, I mean, like, it's like, I feel like I have some road rage. So oh, maybe I totally I, do, too. I, like, yeah. see it in other people. And, like, oh, yeah. with Seth, it, like, <laughs> it, like, concerns me sometimes. Is it just because you're a such, a, like, an amiable, easy-to-be-around person? It's because you're just, like, a delightful yeah. Yeah. driver. You're probably, yeah. like, I don't know. It's just driver, <laughs> driver of your life. <laughs> you're my mini driver. Yeah, you just gotta. <laughs> I'm like that. I'm like those tanks over the skulls uh, in, in the Terminator movies. I mean, it's just, I do it's love amazing. those. The, yeah, I was just gonna say like the images that the Terminator movies. Like, oh. that, well, like that they create that Cameron creates in the first one, and that they like keep coming back to. Throughout, and it's like, I love how like. Can not conveyor but like uh what do you call like the the wheels of a tra- like tractor like yeah yeah, the, yeah yeah crushing skulls the tread like, or whatever. Yeah, this like Kyle the, it becomes this like motif <laughs> i kept forgetting that that was his name yeah Cameron, james so when uh, she kept Con, calling Con. him kyle it was a little unsettling oh, he didn't I strike like me you as a kyle be- you're the only person in history that knows his name. I feel like. Oh no! I feel like I, even on, like James Cameron name. or whatever is just like, and then whoever that uh, Michael Bean, whoever he is, you know. <laughs> the whole thing is so like. I mean, Terminator is just mm. a del- is a delicious movie. It really you, stands up. What do you think about? Like the time, what? How do you feel about traveling through time? Well, look, can anyone do it better than Scott Bakula? Probably not. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, quant- Quantum Leap. But Lost has nothing on Quantum Leap. Were you I a big quan- Quantum Leap person? Huge. I never watched Quantum huge. Leap. Huge, huge, huh? 
Well, been. so how how do they treat time travel in that movie? Are there any like rules? Well, there rules, are right? actually there's a lot of rules, and he had and Sam I mean, that show. um has an assistant that shows. Wait, or is Sam the assistant? What Scott, Scott Bakula's Bakula. character <laughs> uh-huh. does the time Dean traveling, stuff, and the whole thing yeah. is he's hoping to do the final leap home, which is like so heartbreaking because uh, like the whole series is him trying to leap back into his life. Oh, oh, Natalie, don't. I know. No, I'm telling you. I don't. <laughs> don't. <laughs> don't tell me about Quantum Leap. Oh, my God. Please do. Don't you, fuck me up. You know no, what, Quantum Leap? This is the dungeon, motherfucker. Well, some We're of my fucking dun- you up. Yeah, I mean, that is a real dungeon. Can you mm-hmm, say more about that? Because I, I felt that as a real, like, hardwired response to um, to time travel. You you brought up Quantum Leap when I was talking about um being framed for picking my nose on Happy's Place as a little kid <laughs> in Indiana on a TV show yeah. when I was a little kid. And you were like, no, we have to go back. That was definitely like informed yes. by like a Scott Bakula orientation towards time travel. Well, the, the whole thing about Quantum Leap is that every- The final leap back to your That's right. nostrils. Exactly. The finally no. back to when I, when I stopped any potential of being cool was like- <laughs> No. no, he Wait. he always leaps to fix something. Like every leap is him trying to right a wrong, you I know. So it's this. similar to Terminator in that way, where it's yeah. like, you know, they want to alter history so that the you know the quote unquote right thing is supposed to happen. Yeah, it's interesting. Like that they they don't. Okay, I would, uh, Terminator fucks my mind up. Like, it really does. A lot. It's like a, it's hard to keep everything. I know. Straight. Is like, it point? Yeah. Is but, there even but, a point? Like the fact that they're not going back in time to like change to stop. Like the the premise is never to stop Skynet in these first two movies. Like Linda Hamilton, uh, Sarah Connor, like takes that mission on herself. Like right. the idea of mm-hmm. stopping Skynet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But like what. What what John Connor in the future sent sent like um, Kyle Reese and then later <laughs> Arnold Schwarzenegger as the Terminator back to do in both these movies is just to protect John Connor or like to make John Connor right. possible a general not Colonel like, or general whatever he is yeah, yeah not to like stop Skynet but to like that's no, to keep all these to systems, keep the resistance yeah, keep, a lot yeah, yeah keep oh God, uh, yeah so. It's too spot on is what it is. I just feel like right now, like if there are quantum leap rules, like we must be running into Scott Bakula's like on every block at this point. Is that why I'm so annoyed all the time? I think it is just like a bunch of like kind of rude time travelers or whatever who are, who are on a mission, but Mm. fucking with the fucking with you on your daily life. And we're and we're kind of like blasting back into these movies that we've mm-hmm. seen, you know, that we're watching, and uh, storming into them a little bit. Movies feel like little. time traveling to me a lot, like mm-hmm. especially. Um, and you can watch them as naked as the Terminator if you if you. <laughs> I usually to. choose to be naked when I'm watching a movie. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. Um, Kneeling down a little bit. <laughs> No, I between mean, like, two trucks. <laughs> Watch a movie. Listen, I will. Ha- I will say that I feel like in the first movie, there's such an uh, there's such a like a refinement of everything in the second movie. Mm-hmm. Yes, you absolutely. Know? They figure much, it all much out. better film. Like he definitely had a different workout routine for the second film because I think he slimmed uh, down. Uh, mm, it's interesting. A, but you're still just talking maintained about Arnold's physique here. I am. <laughs> I didn't discern that night that. butts. His night butts. I was thinking, like when he was yes, <laughs> when he was driving oh, around. Like, do you think at the end of the day he came <laughs> home and was like, "What the what the hell? I'm not, I'm not the Terminator." Like, yeah. How could they? Oh, I'm not the one. You know, do you think he had imposter syndrome? Yeah. Did he? Could he possibly? I wish I could go back and think about. No imposter syndrome in this mo- in any of these movies. You think he for called Sylvester Stallone and was like, you know, helped him sly, helped to talk him down from. That's what's amazing. As far as far fetched as as all of these things are, all of these 
actors actually like fill a fully fill these their pants, you know, in their in, in yes. these roles. Yes, they, they really uh, did. There's not like one person that furlong. Such a good shorts, last name. Everybody across the dam. Sh- oh my god, sure, salute. Bobby Butnick. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh Sorry, yeah. yeah, Bobby Butt, Night Butts, Bobby Butts. We got all butts, butts. Bob Brad Pitt's butts. Can can we talk about um, sure human emotions for a minute? Uh, <laughs> this is I'll- where you're a robot. <laughs> Whenever you say something like that, it's like. It's like your 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 mimetic poly alloy is seeping. Yeah, through he's trying to download all our files. It's like it's like <laughs> you totally like, yeah, let's talk about human emotions, like total human so beings. So what emotions clamp, do you have? Emotions. I'd like to talk to you about human emotions. <laughs> Can I learn um, your emotions? Sorry, sorry, go go ahead. So no, uh, I mean it sort of in the robot way, because like what I wanna, <laughs> what I wanna talk about is like um the uh, the character well, so one question I have is like, what character is Arnold Schwarzenegger playing across these two movies? Yes, and like, and and how does that? Who who is he in the change from Terminator One to Terminator? Thank 2? you. Oh my god! But the other piece of that is like, in Terminator Two, he um he go, he like what we're looking for for a character in a movie is to like change right some sort of change has to happen and so like he he does experience this like um the the things that are like inputting to him as like a computer program are asking him to change like um he's like a mirror for Edward Furlong's character's humanity right like um like Edward Furlong's Whoa. like what's it uh John Connor I can't believe I'm forgetting John <laughs> Connor's name is like um it has to is like begging this robot to like be a friend to him and because the terminator's mission is to protect this person like eventually the computer program begins to understand that part of protection is actually an emotional like mm. uh is like carrying someone emotionally in some way Oh, uh, wow. Eric, wow. would you like to I, I have, speak I, on this? I just know that I'll forget this, but I was thinking of when we watched the Lord of the Rings movies and thinking yeah. about like fellowship as a thing. And yeah. like you could you could think about a lot of things that like change between mm. first and second like terminators in terms of his emotional state like he's he's more of like a robot and then he like learns emotion so he becomes like the ultimate like sort of weapon to fight Skynet because he's sort of Mm. like good coming into consciousness from technology. And I was just thinking about like how, what he learns Mm. is like friendship or fellowship, like at first, because he doesn't even, even in the later ones, he never Mm. really falls in love. He has like companion in the dark fate one, like he has companionship with someone and he learns like, to forgive himself and he has all this you know stuff there but like it's never like nobody really gets to fuck the terminator you know like not really not really you know Uh, but i think that it so he is more concerned with like fellowship and with friendship and with like he under he understands like basically like what the upside of human civilization could be for is Mm -hmm. that feeling that he feels with like eddie furlong you know? Yeah. So I think that he just is able to like, that's how we get like Carl in movie six or whatever, you know, is like all that time he's had to like grow and evolve and he has successfully grown and evolved in some ways you got to hand it to Skynet, you know, like, because they made, okay. So yeah, they nuked the whole world, but they also created like a new kind of sentient being Right, that, like was you know, it's like you do kind of have to hand it to them for that, you know? man. Sure, yeah. Wow, Love Love, let's hand it to them. Yeah, Post who's the bad? Yet. Who's the bad guy in these movies? I mean, uh, you know, thie- thieves and definitely that therapist. I was just going to say, and 
Yeah, well, the therapist. Yeah, he's like the, <laughs> the cartoony. mental health. The mental oh, health well, yes. field. The therapist yes. is standing in though. For the bad guy is all of us. You guys. I mean, like we're the bad guy. You always. Like, th- you always think that. But, but no, but that's what the movie Terminator is about. It's like we plausible create, deniability. Like, that was his. Uh, yeah, he's the. Uh, yeah, he's no? like getting rid of. What? <laughs> yes. Do you think we're not to blame for this? Um, I know. I think we're like... to blame, but I just I don't think we're. <laughs> <laughs> You're for not going to crucify yourself. Over I think this? humanity is definitely to blame, but in this particular movie, I don't know. Not entirely. I just it's... mean like for what happens, in like for for how we get to 2029. Well. The mm-hmm. you know if if you think about like sorry I've just been watching these movies all this so the third the one with Claire Danes in it like her dad like <laughs> starts Skynet yeah it's yeah. it's not very good but like well I it's like, actually, really actually really awesome really like it, we yeah. watched it again and it was like it's not like regarded as good but it is good yeah um, I need to but there there's like a whole thing about like you know you definitely feel the weight of the things leading up to Skynet and the the decision to punch a button or not punch a button yeah. to like there, there's these moments of like decision-making and choices that are huge. in, in all, all of these things, I guess there isn't every f- film that's ever been made, but at least in this, <laughs> well, in the but Terminator, it, especially if you're talking about time that. travel, that, that also rings true. Your choices are really, right, like it dials that up. Yeah. Or something. I guess I was just like feeling the cultural critique of these, like the, Mm -hmm. I was feeling like the critique of capitalism basically in Terminator 1 and 2 more than I usually do maybe. Like, I don't know. But it was such an invitation when I was a kid watching this. This is so like against the backdrop of pure Chattanooga. This is like, this is like a catalog of, I can't. I can't uh, tell you what <laughs> splendors. Nuclear uh, war. <laughs> nuclear. <war. laughs> nuclear. Uh, I mean, just like not one thing was attainable from the mountain in uh, you know where I was growing up. It's just like this is the wildest shit I've ever. Seen. It's still just like completely alien to me. Of course, you're still and, um, crouching. I've, never, I've, still, I've still never been to L.A. So it's just it's still completely uh foreign to me in a beautiful way. Wait, isn't uh, that what we were talking about in the first ever episode of the dungeon? It is, yeah. Oh. Wow. See, I gotta get there. But see, like this is another reminder, just like it's just another puts me back in a Chattanooga damn mm. Say more about that. Downstairs in Chattanooga. Again, Oof. like it's just like it just the 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 fashion like just terminated the the he's not even a human being and like to have greater like Edward Furlong, Eddie Furlong in this m- movie. I just thought about like this hair, like not only could I not have had his hair, just it would have been an impossible thing to attain as a, as a kid, but like it wouldn't have fucking mattered. If he had his hair. <laughs> it just wouldn't have, <laughs> it wouldn't have, and I like I think that you, you can be. I think so we're. I think we're. Under, I think maybe. I wonder if our kids are Natalie. Our kids must be capable of a deeper delusions than I think we. I could mm-hmm. have been when I was a kid. I don't know if the oh, internet. Man. I don't know if the internet and I don't know what is particularly. It, they just seem more confident than I was capable of, and I don't know if that's just like off the rip when you're born that you're one way or another, or if just like being <laughs> like rip. floating, or if like floating in a forest like with one traffic light is gonna do the opposite for you. Like, <laughs> I have no idea, but oh, it, it's that wild. That is so dunge, dude. <laughs> which part oh, which part? i feel like thing. i've just been in some sort of like chattanooga <laughs> like ponge prose it's like this, but do you like watch tt like on hbo you know up on the mountain and then like go to northgate mall and yeah. like just like be, just like imagine and like compare mall? and then th- yeah compare like and then i went to my brown mall this is like one of the <laughs> finest like the arcade in this is still like one of the hottest arcades i've ever you know i've ever seen Oh, first and of all, why is Eddie Furlong and Bobby Butnick, why are they so pissed off? Their life fucking rules. They're yeah, like, absolutely. They, like he has that dirt bike. I know. They can well, like steal all the money. It's not just about what you have, man. 
<laughs> well, yeah, I suppose I've been exposed as well. His mom is locked, is locked, is locked away. I, uh, I could be made season. happy with infinite quarters in a dirt bike and hanging out with Bobby Budnick <laughs> in the mall. <laughs> that says well, more about have, my but, but Eric, but Eric's metric was fellowship, and Eddie's got that in spades. <laughs> Eddie gets Eddie gets fellowship after fe- after fellowship. And then I guess we know is going to grow up to be a gender. Like again, like he's he'd be an ocean. He'd be a, the 13th ocean. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> can, can we talk a little bit about his little kidness in this movie though? Yeah. Cause like he oh. is such a, I mean, that's basically all I have to say. He's really like a little kid <laughs> and like, <laughs> you know, like he's not like kicking ass over. really, or he's mostly just like being brash, yeah. you know? And like he, his muscles are like brashness and being yeah. like no problemo. But, yeah, like he's uh, really like um, I. I gotta say, like I fucking love Eddie Furlong in this movie. Oh, yeah, like, he's he's so like he's you know right how on. I feel about child actors and and that I am a psychopath about that. But like he is so good. Like, he's so maybe good. the dungeon is just making me appreciate child actors. But even actress. like I have yeah. to say, like even Portman, you're just like, you know, when Portman. she like her earlier acting stuff. Mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There's yeah. there's definitely an element of overacting that I think like child stars like her get like praised for. Right. Where you're mm-hmm. just like, wow, your range of emotion, you know, or something. Yeah. Versus naturalism. Versus naturalism and like. Like the scene where he says, you know, my mom's a loser. You know that like the way he says it, you know that he's just like, that's what he's told to himself because she's not around. She's a total loser. You know, like just the way he delivers it is so like multi, multifaceted. Yeah. Yeah. It's such an, he's such an MTV. It was like the death again. Like this was like, it was just like perceiving this, this child actor. I swear he was like uh, he must have been interviewed on MTV or something. It was like or in music video. They're like in a Guns N' Roses vi- video. They must have done a video after T two came out. There was something, dude. Yeah, and yeah. like just like this whole persona again, like th- just this. Yeah, all of these characters. Uh, are just you as trying like to express foils. like a kind of Seth? Are you trying to express a kind of like jealousy? Like, sure. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Complete okay, jealousy. Like and, and, and like I'm saying, and even on like this. Uh, like I'm saying, like there, there's an MTV quality to Terminator 2 that like uh, was just like it was just a complete other world to yeah. me mm-hmm. as a child. And, like you'd come home from just being very feeling very awkward at school, and MTV was on, and like and then yeah, this became like this. It was like this. This became this was every commercial. Feels like it was every commercial and yeah. re, and was rerun for a year or two. Gigantic, just forever and ever that this was a thing and. I'm sure a video game and, and everything else. Oh, um, like, um, so, you know, the scene in T2 where she, uh, Linda Hamilton does the voiceover where she talks about like how the Terminator would be like a better father than mm. she could ever find for mm. him. in the desert. Like, yeah, in the desert. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. So like that voiceover is so amazing. Like, or that, that like the sentiment she's expressing, um, like, First of all, like in the movie, it seemed amazing to me because like you're kind of wondering how is she, like you haven't come to terms with like from her perspective, like she hasn't come to terms with what's happening yet. And like it's actually sort of a weird dis- way. Like it's weird that it works like it shouldn't work in right. the movie to just like do it in a voiceover to have her change her mind. Mm. But it does this thing where it like takes this huge step back and you can see like the beauty of this relationship. And, and that like, that's what's so crazy about like Eddie Furlong's performance in this movie as like a little kid is that he has to carry like, he like, um, for for you, you have to believe as someone watching the movie that this little kid is teaching a robot how to emote basically right. <laughs> like it's fucking incredible oh, and like you believe it yeah because he would have had to have grown up like you know he's essentially like an adult in a little kid's body i think yeah. it's what we're meant to think is that and you can like, see the seeds of him becoming this like person who can convince people to do shit right. they think they can't do and like yeah and then he does it with heart too yeah like 
and that it's not just like he's the strongest kid or whatever it's that he's like reading situations and he's like is this a very star wars with like this like a yeah like a luke kind of thing is he a jedi is eddie furlong a jedi i think he is maybe i mean he's a time jedi like he's he maybe does yoda he does learn it happens off screen. It happens like in the in the place where none of the Terminator movies go. Mm, but like yeah. he learns Ooh. to like to he learns how to have a healthy or, or like how to have a Jedi's relationship with attachment. I won't say healthy. I don't think no attachment is healthy. But <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. <laughs> I mean, it's not derangement, but like there's a, a, there's a del- again like the delusional thing to all of these all of these movies like just to yes you know it's hard to just get out of bed sometimes and like but they're the the concepts the concepts that are getting thrown around in this in these well it is really these films (laughs) it's like Clooney having to jump on a train mid popcorn you know and throw the flowers on the ground you know it's like I get very concerned about the characters like not sleeping not eating yeah you know yeah, i think of something that. it's very stressful you're like can i accompany to y- you to your annual physical, physical yeah yeah like what you're saying like cl- what Clooney's missing i mean you know uh you just can't can't I deal with it i think it would be cool to be like the like you know like how people hand out water to marathon runners or whatever mm, you know mm-hmm. to just like mm. hand out some orange slices and like to characters to like to like character let's like, pick a couple characters that we would like to give some more send a care package to from these last yeah like who movies. do you want to send a, a sort of hunger game style care package yeah. to in any movie is it good <laughs> i would just want to like keep Blade bobby buttnick with some oranges <laughs> is fine fine okay, i'm fine but, with but that this is making me think about um macaulay culkin yeah oh yeah what traps would you send macaulay culkin yeah yeah <laughs> But also, but also back to the, but also talking about child actors, Mm. Uh just because he's someone who's like, you know, talked about how much he's, he suffered. Yeah. And yet he turned out, I mean, did you guys see my girl? I love my girl. Like his acting in that he, I mean, he is a phenomenal actor. And Kevin in Home Alone, one and two, come on. But we were with you. Yeah, no, I mean, yeah, no, we, we, he could have been in the furlong army. Well, furlong ar- when, when you were saying about handing out orange slices, like <laughs> I'm thinking about like what team, what team member in a heist situation mm. would I want to support? I mean, oh, yeah, Baz, mm-hmm. I, what I'm really thinking about is Destroyer. Yeah. Handing yeah. out orange slices to, that's what I was oh, picturing. So that makes a sticky hand job. (laughs) Handing out some KY jelly and orange slices to like just expedite that movie. Damn. Oh my God. The the darkest hand job on film. Just just to make that hand job like four seconds faster. (laughs) Shaving the time off. That's oh that's yeah. that's called the, that's called that move is called the destroyer. Oh my god! It's that's like racing the, the mo- ghost. It's that's racing, racing the ghost. It's racing the ghost. <laughs> we're we're in a du- we're in a sorry, dungeon Nelly. and a beam. Nelly, I'm sorry. Oh. Are you still here? I'm totally oh. here. I'm lo- I'm looking this god, up. I'm crying. Oh, what do we you don't know. know. I'm looking what? up destroyer. We don't know. Oh, Destroyer's this Nicole Kidman movie oh. that you absolutely have to watch. We should do a live oh, we should do a live commentary so of Destroyer. Brutal. Oh my god. Eric is <laughs> just threading just yeah, we're handing orange slices and oh Seth, that was your well, orange slice. No, it's oh. interesting. Like I can barely oh. remember anything that's happened. Mm-hmm. And Eric has like total recall. I love of, like, yeah. Another of, great like, movie. Previous episodes of the dungeon. Oh Jesus, I didn't even think of that. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. I love total recall. Well, I uh, can I can I take it into a personal oh, metaphysical please. reflection zone? If Only. you don't, I don't know what we're doing. Yeah, here. I mean, um, I've been thinking a lot about. Um, so I've been having these weird, boring dreams of Indiana, which I talked about a couple of times, mm. where I'm just like walking through the suburbs in the dark, and they're not like full of anything. They just seem like literally what 
I could be doing in a dream. Mm. And then I realized that like, I think today I realized a lot of times when I get really stoned and a lot of my friends who get stoned a lot too, like have this thing where you start thinking about your past self as someone that you can communicate with and like send things <laughs> back to like, it's this thing that like, I don't know if it's like just stoner delusion or if it's like a meditative state or if it's some understanding of the self that's actually kind of profound. Like, but like, so I've been thinking a lot about kind of like sending care packages to the self or like, mm. to, you mm. know, or like what would, Ooh. what would that look like? And so I feel like, what I'm like, if I took the most hippie version of any kind of delusional thinking and take it seriously, I would say that like when I'm going to sleep now, and even when I'm like listening to the dungeon, like it's making me think about these things that are like taking me back to this like kind of rough place in teenage mm. land. And that I'm like in communication with that like self mm. somehow. Yeah. Um, so the Oof. dungeon and, um, and psilocybin will do a lot of things to you. Yeah. Well, there's, uh, a, it's, no, go, go, go. No, you go. So or that's not. how I was relating to T1 and T2 <laughs> is like just doing that, you know, yeah. like basically being your own John Connor, your, yeah. your, own, your own Kyle Reese, you know? Oh, but wow. I, and then I, I was thinking too about just the, the, I don't know. Like I've been really interested in like chanting, you know, mm. and like the, the, like what, what kind of learning happens when you like chant a text, you know, like I've been thinking about like, just like Buddhist, like chants that are really straightforward. Like they boil down to like, be a good person. Don't be an asshole. You know, they're yeah. like, but they're also like just deeply profound at the sentence level too. And mm -hmm. when you say them aloud, you have a different kind of belief or it's like, you're discovering the truth of something at the same time it's emanating from you. Mm. And so I was thinking of like how weirdly spiritually la and how like everything is like a weird on a beam with the dungeon and like just the, the like films like waking life and then dreams mm. are sort of doing this like weird uh, circle. Yes. In, Marination. In yes. This. Uh, oh, yeah. it's like a convection. Yeah, it is. It's, it's like a humidity chamber growing I weird seeds which is <laughs> on my bookshelf right now. Oh, you have fooled me before. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. I'll be your fill-in when you are blue so you can fool me some more. I know you'll hike it someday you'll pack then you'll be leaving my door. Oh, but I kind of like it taking you back so you can fool me some more I only look for roses When in season Ah, but you're a rose That comes and goes Without a reason I make my mind up I'm just a fool Someday I'll even the score Only to wind up Breaking the rule so you can fool me some Some weird, wild terrain. This felt I, like a we wild. We wandered one. into some fucking. I'm really dark forest. Like I'm kind of like flipping out thinking about Terminator. And I know Terminator it's too. way too. It's just are you trying to? You mean, are you saying too much? Are you necessarily saying about like just trying to keep the keep it straight or no? Just, not uh, even like the emotional piece of like of what the Terminator has learned. And then also about like the thing, mm -hmm. Eric, like the like returning back to the past to give yourself a hug, basically. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, yeah. just like that's my sequel to T to T. <laughs> what breaks my heart so much is thinking about oh, John man. Connor's relationship to himself. Like, right. Like 
a like a that's a where person it gets over, yeah. who, like a person who had a traumatic childhood having the ability to go on into the future and actually literally send help like yes mm. yeah like you're when you're a kid you're like you're like screaming for help send yourself <laughs> oh help totally. back from the wow i never well yeah. you know we we ultimately can only help ourselves right the most i mean yeah. emotionally maybe i don't know if that's true yeah, so the You're idea right. that in the, the adult version of you can actually send help to the kid you is that is so darling. Well, and I want to I want to bring up like I, this might be like too far into the dungeon, but maybe oh, that's what no off menu is for. Wait, but, have like, we not gone this far before? Okay, yeah. let's go. Well, let's I don't go. know if like I don't have kids, so I don't know like okay. what it feels like for you guys, but what, Seth, you were saying that thing earlier about like about the confidence of your kid, like that they have access to this kind of confidence that yeah. you in yeah. your memory don't, didn't have access to. I feel like I didn't. And yeah. I wonder, I wonder what chance there is that that's like an illusion of adulthood that you're like, um, is it true that so, that we're doing something different with children now that like makes them feel more confident or is it this like inability of adults to, I mean, we can't mm. do it with each other. Like we always think the other pe- the other adults in our lives are often are, more confident yeah. than than they actually yeah, are. Right. Like, I just wonder, like, what there's something so sad to me about what we're able to hide from well, each other. I think it's like um, the idea that kids are just resilient. You know, like I was thinking about that the other day in the context of my own growing up and thinking that like how I, because I had, because yes, I, because I was resilient very often, Mm -hmm. you know, how I sort of just like when my kids are, you know, quote unquote suffering in their own very, you know, normal suffering way, you know, (laughs) where I just assume where I sort of just like turn off because I'm like, mm. I'm just convinced they'll be fine because I was yeah. quote unquote fine. Oh, yeah. Wow, yeah. Yeah. I gotta say, if I had to like um, request assistance from a younger version of a person mm. that I know to an older version of her, like, I definitely want young Natalie to be like, young Natalie, what the fuck do I do here? And then you're just like, first stop the bleeding, then like, you know, like, talk to the rest of the resistance, or, you know, like, I definitely feel like Terminal like, 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 like Natalie during appendix surgery, you know, like, definitely, like, that's the Natalie that I want, like, to, to uh, just be like, what the fuck do we do, man? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm coming. I, I No, I love what you said about what y'all have all said about kind of being able to go back and I, I don't know if you said forgive but like mm, I'm, try, I'm trying to do I'm trying to do some of that <laughs> like, I think that or maybe you're maybe your point is right too that like that my memory is not serving exactly correctly and it's like I'm almost forgiving my bad memory you know forgiving my because at the same time like with my life right now i i have these nostalgic moments where i feel like i'm i feel like a comfort like i felt mm. i feel like mm. i rem, i'm remembering a comfortable feeling that i felt before yeah mm-hmm. and um i'm i think I i'm trying saying. to get at something a little different um, i like i haven't quite hit it yet but it's like some version of like accessing like um I'm so aware of my own feebleness and and I am so unaware of everyone else's feebleness mm, mm-hmm. and I I can't possibly be as feeble as I feel like I am mm, mm-hmm. and and like when I think back to my own childhood yes it feels impossible like how the fuck did I even get through a day? Like when I think back to it, like when I think about like how in mm-hmm. my head I was about every fucking mm-hmm. thing and like that, that like it must be somewhat similar to what I'm like now. And if I had to deal like yeah. if I had to take myself now and take away all my agency, it like, how did I even get through a day? Like, 
But I did all the time, every day, somehow. Like <laughs> it's really haphazard. Like the first years of your life feel so yeah. haphazard. You know, they're so different at a certain point. You know, I mean, so well, much of like, it is just learning to feel. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. You know, I'm terrified. I, with like I, yeah. I always joke on the dungeon that I'm like three years away. Like, like that. Like three years ago, I started learning how to have like functional emotions about things. But I'm like. I think that's maybe true. Like, I feel like certain things are like coming online at like 47. No, but I think that's totally true. And I think that makes sense. Like, I think that based on our life experiences and our makeup and, you know, our astrological signs, there's just certain <laughs> things you can't unpack until you're, Later. you know, until you're older. You got to come know? back. You got to come back around naked yeah. between two fucking sweaty vehicles trucks what does he Lightning. say in barton fink the life of the mind there's no roadmap for that territory <laughs> just lighten out for the territories ooh, I've been ooh, there. Yeah. i think all the thing all the things that came before are the things that help you unlock those you know it's huh. just the next level yeah yeah mm. i I keep like I really want to watch Dark Fate with you all at some point, the Terminator movie, because I it love is it. no one ever talks about that movie and it's so good. I've mm, seen it's, it so it's really good. fucking good. It's I like watch emotionally satisfying. No, I want to watch them all. And What's it, so Schwarzenegger's name is Carl? Is yeah. That, yeah. And he, there's he, that scene where Lin, that where Linda Hamilton is like, I am not fucking calling you Carl. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it's so good. It's so I, good. And it's uh like <laughs> Just his, his like late career, like the fact that he's been able to do this character mm. over his yeah. life and like really become someone who like, I'm sure in his twenties was just like doing anabolic steroids and being a dickhead to people, you know? And then like to the point where he's actually Carl or probably if you ran into him, I mean, I don't know. He's probably a monster. I, I have no yeah. idea, but like, you know, I was thinking like you definitely feel like that's a possible Arnold Schwarzenegger is the Carl, you know, mm-hmm. who's just got like he's he doesn't look like uh, he's like an action hero. Right. He just looks like a sort of ex-military dad. Yeah. He's got like some like speckled like that's... facial hair. You know, he yeah. just looks like grizzled in this way that I find really like maybe I just am like really super down with um grizzled older people like, now but also like because like, he might help you because he had you know he realized he realized that he yeah. should use his powers for good totally. like breaking like, his own wall breaking through himself breaking his own wall over and over again in these it's, movies it's so weird but like that you, you were saying about like the difference between t1 and t2 like it, it is this weird like mm-hmm. through the looking glass thing uh, with arnold as a character and I mean the character mm-hmm. itself has flipped mm-hmm. and and it seems that Schwarzenegger is completely self-aware of himself as this icon at this point that he wasn't in 84 like mm-hmm. it is it's a complete um yeah it's just this complete switch of a movie and there aren't a lot of examples I was, trying, I was thinking about like there aren't a ton of examples of that like where just a complete reversal from huh well, the reversal the becomes other. the dominant part of the story. Right. Like, yeah. You usually think of like any Terminator movie as like that's mainly the good guy, you know? Yeah. Um, it's and so of course, weird. I'm sure there, yeah, I'm sure there are a ton of them. It, just, it is like it's just an interesting thing. I mean, especially with like this what seems like this gigantic intellectual property and like yeah. just to, to flip this thing. And it's so a, it's almost weird. a comedy in so many ways. Yeah. Yeah. In ninety one, right? It's just this wild, right? Yeah, this like completely even wild the even the music, like the, the one of the first songs is you know bad to the bone. It's like yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. It's so good. Like uh, yeah. j- just thinking about the like what people would have been expecting if unless <laughs> right. they, unless people knew that the twist about Arnold being the good guy in the second one, can you imagine going to T2 thinking that, do you remember that? Did you know if that, that that was the I, twist? Or I wasn't that seen, part of the, wasn't, I hadn't seen T1. 
I had not either. I had not either. Yeah, because we're we're that age, like where we would have gone to see T two in the theater with and have never seen. But you you knew kind of the narrative that like the he's the bad guy in the first one, right? I didn't. No, I didn't know anything. I was a nine year old. Like I, I don't know. No, I didn't because I no, I remember when I rented Terminator after seeing T two, and I was like, Mm -hmm. wait a minute, he's the bad guy in yeah. I think that's probably how most. And I was like, wait a minute, how is that? That's wild. And it, I remember it looking back, thinking back that Terminator is like the dark yeah. one, and that T2 is like the light one, is like the outdoor LA one, you know, yeah, right, for right, whatever right. reason. Yes, it yes. is more taking place during the day, I guess, even in the. Yeah, no, t- Terminator 1 is like a weird, like, like it's LA, but it's like, it, it all looks like rainy nighttime shit. Like, <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's LA. So yeah, I mean, yeah, it is. It, it's completely. I guess eighties LA's. Well, it still doesn't quite explain it, but I mean, it, it there are just these wild rever. It is these like wild reversals that are going on in the yeah. two, uh, and fun to kind of watch them together. Like and Ocean's did. Twelve is a wild reversal where they're just back mm-hmm. at square one. Yeah, mm-hmm. good point. Very good point. Mm, back at just Brad's, to bring it back. Uh, you know, the, crash the upon way- Brad's rocks. Mm. Terminator does this like weird cycling, like asymptote weird thing. And like Ocean's 12 is like about these like concentric circles. It's like always pulling back. It's Mm. more like Charles and Ray Eames, like powers of 10, where you're just like, (laughs) now I'm in, now the previous framework was irrelevant, you know? Yes. Whoa. Um, Whereas like the Terminator movies are much more like kind of, there, I mean, it's obvious. It's like they're is there, is there they're 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 jetaying around. Yeah, they're asymptote is an inter- like mm. they're endlessly approaching something. Yeah, they're endlessly approaching something that like never arrives. I think. I mean, I'm probably under misunderstanding. But that's the that jeté. That's but... the thing too. Like the yeah, just like that kind of like coming back around, but not. Yeah. Yeah. Quite. Yeah. Oh my god! I never something. thought of it. Never quite getting there. Yeah. It's like the that distance being like what continually halved or whatever. Some I, I forget what it is. Yeah. The only reason I know about it is because Nathaniel Mackey talks about it in like three hundred poems. Mm. Um, mm. But yeah, I I don't know. I, you definitely feel like that's what I think connects all these movies is they're kind of like they the, they make you aware of how movies relate to like time mm. in different ways or like I don't know I. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. I just keep watching, like I rewatched. Oh, like can we? This is we're at off the menu, and we haven't even talked about the bar. Like oh, in T one, yeah, Tech, Oh bar. yeah, yeah. Oh. Can I just like hand I the know. baton oh, to any one of you and just be like, spend Wait, some refresh time with my it? Tech Noir. It's just such a cool bar. It looks like everyone's having fun in there. I just, I, I, yeah. I also just love the the pursuit of the payphone. Yeah. 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 And how nice that is. And the phone book. Mm. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah, good like good phone book suspense. Phone book suspense and like it's just so Great interesting to think suspense. of this like very advanced machine having to like read old <laughs> data, which is like so much so much problem that I have with the technology, you know, like can't get. Oh my god! Is now the Terminator? You're you're at least as textual tech, uh, technologically advanced as like '90s Terminator. I love at it. This point. Like you could probably look up a name quicker in a phone book. I know that's amazing. And Seth, you got your double key turn too. You got a double key turn in T two. Ah, like you pulled, it, you got your fucking keys out. Clap those, you... clap those hooves. What, what are you feeling? <laughs> What was it like going back to the double key room? That feels like an archetypal Wait, place. What is the other <laughs> double key room? Oh my in god! Ocean? Is it, so in like every submarine, is this not the fourth or fifth double key room? Every sub, I guess, I guess every sub is every, double. Or every time you go into a bank, like Crimson right? Tide has, Crimson has double keys. Double the day after, <laughs> the day after has double keys. Okay. Um, okay. T two has double keys. You're right. Something Jurassic. Else, I bet you Jurassic Park's got some double. keys. I'm sure Somewhere. there was double keys in there. Like <laughs> this remember. is Air Bud. <laughs> Air Bud has Air definitely keys. Air Keys. Yeah. Keys Bud. <laughs> um we should wrap up <laughs> okay that's a great place but to, I, does, does anyone place have any it. final keys they want to turn before we 
Uh, Natalie, just, was there anything else you wanted to hit on before we wrap up here? No. I just, where do we go from here? Well, yeah, that's a great question. Scorched earth. I think we, when, I think we have to go further go? back into the past. Yes. Yes. Yes, we fucking do. <laughs> Hip hooray. I feel delighted yesterday. I was invited to a swell affair. All the movie stars were there. Oh, what fun. The party lasted till the break of dawn. Famous players turned to cabareas. How they pulled and carried on. Dancing at that moving picture ball. Great big stars paraded round the hall. They were merry, oh, handsome Wallace Reed. Stepped out full of speed. And Cedar Farrah was a terror. She vamped a little lady. So did Alice Brady. Douglas Fairbanks shimmied on one hand. Like an acrobat, Mary Pickford did a toe dance grand. And Charlie Chaplin with his feet stepped all over poor Blanche Sweet, dancing at that moving picture ball. Every girl a handsome looker had a dance with Mr. Zucker, Mr. Thomas in. Stepped around just like a prince. William Fox and Jesse Lassie both joined in the fun. Big directors mingled with the actors, why the whole bunch seemed like one. Dancing at that moving picture ball. Some scenario, great big stars paraded round the hall. They were merry, oh, everyone jumped through. William Hart Lasso and Olive Thomas, why she broke her promise. She got a little bolder, shook a wicked shoulder. Pauline Frederick did a fox trot grand. Why, it was beautiful. Norma Talmud led that jazz bow band. And tennis bathing girls were there. Each one was a little bear. Dancing at that moving picture ball. Dancing at that moving picture ball. Some scenario, great big stars paraded round the hall. They were merry, oh, Mr. Charlie Ray. Why, he walked the dog and say, Miss Nazimova, Jazzamova. She made a big improvement on every little movement. Fatty Arbuckle did a new dance grand. Called the Turkish bath, lost 300 pounds, I understand. And Dorothy Dalton, a Spanish queen, why she shook a wicked tambourine, dancing at that moving picture ball.